0: home. It is more than four walls and a roof. Home is a feeling. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and I believe that home is the most important place on the planet. Here I dive into all things home, whether it's tips from my latest DIY project or interviews that examine what gives a house that something special. Join me as I get to the heart of the home. We get questions all the time from followers asking for design advice, asking what they should do with a certain DIY project. And today we're answering some of your questions right here on Heart of the Home podcast. We're diving into your design dilemmas. The heart of the home continues in just a moment. Hey guys, I want to take a quick second and tell you about something big coming to Stag Design Shop. We are putting the finishing touches on our vintage artwork collection. These pieces easily pair with our existing pillows and accessories, so mark September 14th on your calendars and sign up for our newsletter for an exclusive discount code. You can check it all out on stagdesignshop.com. Hi, Kelton.
1: Hello, Miss Jen. You. I'm good. I'm yeah.
0: <laughs> As for recording this, Kelton is covered in paint. Yes. Um, and has his elbow bandaged up. Yeah, like he's been in battle.
1: Yeah, I'm, battle is an accurate term. I mean, <laughs> I have been waging war against a house that doesn't want to bend to my will, but it's going to.
0: It's looking so good.
1: It is. Like it's so close. Oh I have had gosh. to. I mean. I've had to readjust my expectations Mm -hmm. because there are things that I want to do that I just can't do right now, mostly because I don't have the mental stamina to keep doing what I've been doing. (laughs) Yeah. So there are going to be some little teeny projects that I'm going to do like six months down the road, a year down the road, just because I need to not be doing a project right now. Yeah. Because I don't do anything else. I literally work. And then work on this house. I don't hang out with friends. I don't do any of the things I love.
0: The only yeah. way out is through. Is
1: through. And I'm at that point where like I can be through and it's functional. Uh-huh. and it's, it's beautiful. It's not like I'm moving into like some half finished thing. It's just like little extra things that I want to do. Like I want to do some molding in my bedroom. That's going to wait.
0: And wallpaper. And
1: wallpaper. But... It's still beautiful. I sent you some pictures. Yes. And they're just, yeah. I can't
0: great. wait to see it in person because it's always fun when like you're planning, you know, you do so much mm-hmm. planning. And then when you get to that point where you start to see like, see like real payoff, and so when rewarding.
1: The things you think will all jive together actually jive together. It's such a good feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And you've been getting like all kinds of love from people. You know, friends who are seeing pictures of it going, I want to see it in person. It's looking so good. I can't wait to hang out.
1: People want me to send them like a full video tour. I'm like, no, A, I don't have time for that right now. B, it's not all done. Just just wait. Wait The only one
0: who gets a video (laughs) tour is me.
1: Well, you can just come over and like take your own tour.
0: Okay. We'll do that really soon. We need to do a a podcast episode really soon, just catching up on where you're at with your project.
1: And I have like so many little things I've learned that I feel like I want to share with people, but Mm -hmm. I need to like sit down and hone that all Mm -hmm. into something usable. But just little things that along the way you're like, okay, I wish I would have known this before I did that because it would have gone so much easier. Yes. Yeah.
0: Like watching out for the vent before
1: you... Yeah, before you slice your elbow on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which is why your elbow's all bandaged up. Yeah. Okay, well, we are here to talk about some design questions from yeah. followers.
1: So some things that followers and listeners have sent us, and they want help. I think you're a good one to help them. I hope so. So... Anyway, this first person um, says that they have some older furniture that they inherited from their grandmother, and they want to know if it's worth reupholstering. They feel like, you know, it's got good bones. It's kind of that, you know, style that's back in mid-century kind of feel. Mm -hmm. But is it worth it? Because reupholstering can be really expensive.
0: Reupholstering can be expensive, but here's the reasons why I think it would be worth recovering, and here's some reasons why it might not be. So the first thing you need to do is evaluate the quality and the state of what the current furniture is in. The bones are good if it's sturdy, if, if all it needs is recovering possibly some restaining and uh, some paint, absolutely worth it because I feel like old pieces add soul, into your home. And also nothing is more special or more sentimental than seeing something that was passed down totally. from a family member, mm-hmm. right? So even if it's not 100% perfect, it's like, it doesn't really matter because it's your home and it's special and it deserves to be in there, you know? So I think that's worth it. Also, if you're gonna redo a family heirloom, I think it's worth investing and in doing it right? Rather than just DIYing it and and slapping it together, yeah. you know. So
1: I more than once have almost fallen down the hole of reupholstering myself, and then I stop because yeah. it's <laughs> you hard. Watch videos, you think, oh yeah, I can do it, and then it's like, wait,
0: it's really hard. This
1: is so intense. Yeah, so For,
0: from involved. somebody that has reupholstered things, them. Self, me. <laughs> um, if it's a quality piece and it's something that you want to hang on to for a long time, it's not worth doing yourself. I think. I think it's worth getting it done because you'll just be so much happier with the finished product. It'll last so much longer and it'll be truly a family heirloom that you can pass down. Um, a good example of this is we have this sofa in our front room. It's not a family heirloom, but it's something I found at an estate sale and I knew right away it was really quality furniture. It just needed to be recovered, and so I hired somebody to recover it. It was expensive, but that piece of furniture is so solid and it's so comfortable. It weighs a million pounds. It's it's just not the same as buying a a piece of furniture nowadays. You know, they're just not as high a quality. So in that case, it was really worth recovering it, in my opinion, because it's something that's going to be with our family forever, Mm -hmm. right? But if it's something that you're just like, the quality is off, you're not sure how stable it is, I would just evaluate how special it is. Because to an extent, it doesn't really matter. If it's special to you, it belongs in your home, right? Mm -hmm. So you can find a way to, to do it. But I would just say- If it's truly special, hire professionals.
1: What do you think about, I know I've seen a few places online, people who do custom slip covers. Mm -hmm. So they are, you know, they're tailored right for your piece of furniture. Mm -hmm. So they aren't that like, you know, what people might think of that you pick up from Target or Walmart or whatever. What are your thoughts of those? Are those ever worth it?
0: Yes. Yeah. I definitely think custom slip covers are worth it. But if it's a mid-century piece, that type of furniture doesn't typically look awesome with slipcovers. But uh, if it's a piece of furniture, sometimes sofas, you'd be surprised. Having a custom slipcover made for a sofa will look awesome Mm -hmm. and you'll never know. Like it will look so beautiful. So yeah, I think that's worth exploring as well.
1: Keeping in the uh, furniture realm, this person has been on the hunt for a vintage bedroom dresser. So some Mm -hmm. vintage bedroom furniture. And they've seen a lot of things available on, you know, like Facebook marketplace or on another classified site, but they want to know how, what should they look for when they're looking for something that's quality? Because Mm -hmm. I think, and I've noticed this too, a lot of people are selling things on Facebook marketplace that they probably picked up, you know, at another furniture store just a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. And at a glance, you think, oh, yeah, that could be vintage. Mm-hmm. But it probably isn't. Yeah,
0: or maybe it's just really cheap, yeah, right? Yeah. So the first thing you can do if you're looking at a dresser is open up the top drawers. In one of the drawers, it will t- typically have a stamp in there from the original furniture maker. And it will sometimes have a date. So a really quick... Google search on your phone. You can look up the brand and the year it was made if you're not totally familiar with it off the top of your head, and it will reveal if it's a really quality piece of furniture or not. Also, if it's heavy, that's a really good sign. And then I would just go through all of the drawers, make sure all of them open and close smoothly because that's not an easy fix. And then see what kind of condition the legs are in. If the legs are wobbly, if they feel like they're really sturdy, you know, it's it's worth refinishing if it's, if it's really quality. Uh, to give you an example, the dresser in our master bedroom, if you've been here for a while, you might remember, uh, I found it at a thrift store, but I knew immediately it was really special. The hardware on it was one I've never seen a hardware like it before. It sort of has like these three prongs and curved up it was in really bad shape the the furniture itself wasn't in bad shape it was in pretty good shape but i hated the color but the hardware was was pretty worn so instead of doing away with that hardware i took it to a gold plating company here in the salt lake valley and i had the hardware plated. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So then it has the original hardware, mm-hmm. which is really special and which is what sold me on the piece to begin with. And then we did have it professionally painted because I was like, I don't want to screw this up. I know this is a quality piece of furniture, but at the thrift star- store, it was probably $150. Yeah. You know, and and now it's it's such a statement piece. Which a
1: quality dresser, you could easily spend $1,000. Easily. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're looking big box retailer, you know, those are not super quality, they're not like family heirlooms, right? Those will still cost you mm-hmm. like eight to 800 to to $1,000, yeah. yeah. and those are not the type of furniture from years past. So yeah, just look for clues about the Furniture Maker. If it's a quality piece of furniture, it, you'll be able to see it somewhere on the piece of furniture.
1: What if, and I'm adding this to the question, yes. what, if some, what if a piece, you like it, you like the look of it, but it is really scratched up and kind of dinged? Is there a guide for like at what point something is salvageable versus it is pretty, it had a great life, but it maybe is not going to continue its life with you? Yeah.
0: If it's solid wood and it can be sanded or repainted, then it's still probably worth it as long as it's for a good price. Uh, If it has a wood veneer on it, Mm -hmm. if it's not real wood, there ain't nothing you can do with that baby. I'm really sorry to tell you it may have looked really cool in the day, but Unless it's solid wood, you can't paint yeah. it. It will scratch right off. It will not look good. Yeah. So you'll um, just end up with a mess. You will just end up with a hot sure mess. sure There will be tears. Yes, many <laughs> tears and lots of swear words probably. Sometimes it will look like it's solid wood, but it's not. So you just really need to look at the piece of furniture closely and see if it if it's solid or if it has like a, a yeah. wood veneer on it.
1: I know you're going to have opinions about this.
0: Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what makes you think I'll have opinions. I, I never have so opinions well. about anything.
1: So this um, person, their daughter really wants to paint her room a bright purple.
0: Mm. The questioner is pretty
1: hesitant because they want a space that is going to grow with their child. Mm-hmm. So what are some suggestions to kind of hone the child's creativity and make a space their own? Without it becoming like something that in a year or two they're not going to like. They're not the going Parent like. never like. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it could just be a situation.
0: So if your child really loves bright purple, there are some fun ways to incorporate bright purple without going bright purple on the walls. That's that's a hard one, right? Yeah. Because colored walls are just—they're such a statement, and I feel like you just have to hit it right. One thing you could. do, do if you're willing to take a big risk, depending on the shade of purple, is you could paint the ceiling Mm. instead of the walls. And that will add a pop of color, but not be like so in your face. Another thing you can do is find the the color purple that she likes and then find some throw pillows. You could even go and buy a vintage bed, like a a, um, spindle bed or something Mm -hmm. that you found at a thrift store. Paint that bright purple. Yeah. Give her a bright purple bed. And then maybe she'll be like, oh my gosh, I love the bed so much. I think she might think she wants purple walls, but she really doesn't want purple walls. Yeah. What she, she wants is to express herself, yeah. right? Another tip that I often use with clients is I'll get a big art canvas and... I'll work with the child to select paint colors that that are the colors they love and we'll select a palette of colors that we're going to use in the rest of the room and then I'll just let them go to town painting in those colors and then frame it and hang it up in their room. And then it's like, There's this original piece of art. It's within the color frame Mm -hmm. of what they want their room to be. And they feel like they have some self-expression.
1: And there are really cool. I've seen them on Pinterest a lot. I've seen them on Confession. I've fallen down the TikTok um, rabbit hole. (laughs) And they're all over TikTok. But really cool ideas of making custom-looking artwork Mm -hmm. using, like, power drills. And then you spin it all around. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you can do some really cool stuff without spending a lot of money. And then – you know, then your child has something that totally is their mark.
0: Yeah. I mean, if your child's anything like mine, I mean, Ruby, my oldest Ruby, spends her free time trying to design wallpaper patterns, you know? like she's adorable. It's so adorable. She wants us to hire her so bad. It's tag design. She asks me all the time. But she wants ownership over her room, right? Like, I designed her room with her input, but she was Three, you know, yeah. three when we moved into this house, and so she wasn't even three. So I got her input, but it's not the same now. Now she's eight, right? Mm-hmm. So now she really has a strong opinion. So anyway, she's trying to get me to agree to re- redecorating her room, which we'll see. We're we're working on that, but I think it's so important for kids to have a role in decorating their rooms so that they feel a sense of ownership yeah. over their space.
1: This last question. Um, This person has an oak railing that was in their house when they moved in, up the stairs, going to the second floor. Are there some ways to update that look without ripping it out and putting in something that's more modern, like metal or anything? Can they do something with the oak that's there?
0: Yeah, absolutely. A trend that I'm seeing a lot right now is black railings. And so a lot of people are painting their railing either the whole thing or just the railing and leaving the spindles or the posts mm-hmm. a different, they're, they're painting them white or they're leaving them wood, mm-hmm. uh, but the top part's black, or you can go black on the whole thing. I think that's a really great trend. Mm-hmm. White is also pretty safe, yeah, right? Timeless. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like white will always be in style when it comes to railings. So I would, I would explore those two colors for sure. Okay.
1: Well, that's all. From the question bank today.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I hope you got some inspiration from us, everybody. It's always fun having you on here, Kelton. It's fun to be here. Yes. We're going to have an episode coming up really soon diving into Kelton's project, getting an update for you all because we are in the home stretch. Yes. It's looking good. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and you've been listening to The Heart of the Home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast, and tune in next episode for more Heart of the Home. Thank you so much for listening.